This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. Today, we're talking with Chris Ludwig, who leads corn trading and risk management for CHS about grain supply and demand. Chris, how is this year's harvest shaping up? Well, Jesse, first of all, um, thanks for having me on today. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, you know, this year, of course, has uh, you know been a year with a lot of drought and variable conditions. So, you know, everyone's been really looking at um, you know how this harvest is going to come off. And last week, we were about 25 or 23 percent harvested. I would expect uh, today, when the numbers come out, will be about a third. You know, of course, there's some mixed results, but. Uh, overall, there's uh, on this early harvest, there's been um, you know some optimism and some better than expected yields, and of course, there's areas that were very dry that don't. But everything right now is is coming off as expected. Well, I know here just a, a few weeks ago we had the USDA grain stocks report. What was the biggest surprise from the latest USDA grain stocks report? Yeah, uh, the biggest surprise was wheat. Uh, wheat stocks were definitely higher than uh, the market expectations and in nearly every class. Uh, and, and the one that really comes to mind is hard wheat. Hard wheat was up around 50 million bushels, which doesn't sound like a whole lot, but, uh, you know, it's about 10% of, you know, what the market thought carryout would be. So wheat stocks uh, continue to be higher than expected. Corn stocks ended up a little bit lower than expected by about 80 million bushels, which means the carryout from last year is going to be a bit smaller coming into this year. But I would expect that uh, carryout in corn is, is still going to be in that somewhere between 1.9 to 2.1 billion bushels, which is a comfortable area. What is your outlook for new crop corn demand? Well, I'll first tee it up. Jesse is looking at the the, the global aspect of it. Uh, we've seen very, very large crops, especially on corn and soybeans in Brazil, um, which is contributing to higher global uh, stocks and carryouts for, for commodities. So um, it's feeling quite comfortable right now. And then on the demand side, uh, you've got a very, very strong dollar that we think is going to be structurally strong uh, here for quite a while. And what that means is that uh, commodities based in U.S. dollars are going to be uh, expensive to world buyers. And so the world economy right now is, um, you know, a, a little bit soft with the strong dollar. We're, we're starting to enter a time period where uh, demand isn't a demand, demand pull market. It's going to be more of a supply push. So from export side in the U.S., uh, we're going to get our numbers. We're going to export our numbers. It's it's just going to feel soft, and we're going to have to compete a lot with Brazil and South America, and, and even uh, corn coming out of Romania and the Black Sea, which had a decent crop this year, uh, to make that happen. Uh, here domestically, uh, I think the highlight is ethanol demand should continue to be really good. Ethanol margins here in the spot are about twice what we would expect really sporty margins to be. And so here on the front side, ethanol plants should be doing everything they can to run full out and gain these margins. And, and these margins are profitable. You can book them out through the first quarter of next year. And so we'd expect ethanol to be a great demand source. Chris, what marketing strategies should farmers consider during and after harvest? You know, I think I think farmers need to look at um, 
a couple things. One is interest rates are, are really high. So whether you have an operating loan or you can just go into your local bank and buy a CD that's yielding over 5%, uh, that's been the biggest change here coming in into this year. So I think you got to really think about um, what, what kind of interest you're, you're foregoing by hanging on to commodities. Right now on soybeans, it could be $0.08 cents a month. On corn, it could be five. So as you're making those decisions on whether to sell or hold these, interest has got to be a part of that equation. And then I think you got to look at, you know, what percent sold are you? Um, you know, our, our numbers would say farmers are somewhere between 20, 25% sold here going into harvest. Uh, I think, or we think that, you know, you should be closer to 40. So if you're not, you know, in that 40 range, um, you know, now would be a good time to to get some some grain sold and catch up a little bit. You know, if you're at that 40 or more and, you know, you're looking for a way to maybe capture a rally here going forward, option volatility is 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 really pretty low and historically cheap. And so that creates the opportunity that if farmers want to get some protection, Look for a contract at your local elevator that has a four mechanism in it, a four price. Uh, those would be uh, reasonably priced at the moment, and that'll protect you on any downside that might happen and set you up to, to take advantage of the upside of these markets. Well, we've been talking with Chris Ludwig, who leads corn trading and risk management for CHS about grain supply and demand. Chris, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And thank you for joining us around the table. Learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership at cooperativeownership.com. Any information or opinions presented are for informational purposes only and do not constitute trading, legal, or other professional advice. CHS makes no warranties about any information or opinions provided and shall not be liable for the use thereof or any errors or omissions therein.